Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. Sue, late in his career, is going to have his first Super Bowl title. Now, no wonder they want to call the Champa Bay for Tampa Brady. One more snap, would you have guessed when this impossible season was trying to launch that you'd get it all in you'd get to tampa and when the super bowl ended the ball would be in the hands of tom brady i don't know why we ever think it won't the tampa bay buccaneers have a second super bowl title in franchise history and tom brady doesn't pass the torch quite yet to mahomes does he even though you're looking at the greatest right there. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Woo-hoo! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting here across the room, ready to continue our NCAA Football 14 Dynasty, is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, we had had some time some time off, you know, uh, life, you know, gets in the way. Yeah, we had a couple um, things pop up here. That's all right, that's all right. Um, that's how it works sometimes. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's good to be back. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to be doing... Um, kind of a normal show for us really because we're going to be talking NFL football and you know who doesn't love a little NFL football talk but we're going to do that as we've been recently while Justin knocks things over um we're gonna no I was just hitting the mic with the <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. even better um we're going to play our college football dynasty we're in year two with our Florida Atlantic job we finished last year seven and six with a Hawaii Bowl victory, we got on a bit of a hot streak. So we're looking to uh, carry that momentum over here in year two. We're opening up at the Swamp against 11th ranked Florida. <laughs> I think, I didn't ask you this, but I assume we're going to stick with the status quo with your I, defense and I'm offense. I yeah, think that I worked mean, best for yeah, us. Yeah, I feel like we've got enough of a challenge Why don't we stick with what was, we kind of hit the groove last year. So Florida might be a good test of that, but, it, but it, I think that's our best shot. Yeah. And I do want to take a moment and just thank our sponsor, May's Sandwich Shop, for helping us out. Uh, Since we've been going now over 10-plus years strong with the show and 75 years for them with the sandwich shop for me, my dad, my sister. So I appreciate their support. And, um, you know, we're just going to have a good time tonight talking on episode 335 of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show as we break down the NFL West Divisions. Yes, we're going to do eight teams tonight. Just... Like Justin said, we had some things come up over the last month that prevented us from streaming. we got stuff coming up over the next few months that may prevent us from streaming. We're streaming together. So we're going to try to tackle a couple divisions a night over the next few weeks, uh, over the next few months, because actually after tonight we're off for two weeks again. It's just the 
the way things are. Uh, but we're going to have fun playing college football video game, talking NFL, and we're going to start out in the NFC West. So, Justin, you can get rolling with the video game, right. and I will direct us with uh, some NFL talk here. Let's pull up the game for everyone to see. Excellent Take a look as Justin and I are sporting our uh, Sixers gear tonight. All right. You gotta you gotta go with the uh, Philly team that's represented at the moment. Flyers not even in the playoffs. Uh, Philly's got a win today. Pretty decent outing for them. Uh, wins a win, but right now it's the Sixers uh, in the playoffs beating the Wizards today. Was it one twenty five, one eighteen, something like that? Yeah, I think so. Yep. So they, they look a little. Little hectic at the beginning, but they came out strong in the third quarter and they were able to hold on in the fourth. Yeah, and I, the shooting, especially in the first, like the offense looked off in the first half, which would ha can happen when the starters haven't played in eight days. Um, last Friday against Orlando, when they won and locked it up, that was kind of the end of it for the starters. Um, and then they had. Uh, you know, they, they didn't play at all last Sunday in the last game. And then because they were the one seed, they didn't have to play um, really at all. The play-in stuff. The play-ins, right. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking uh, basketball here. It's still early. And obviously, we're pulling for the Sixers. I know Simmons had a good game. Simmons had, like, a historically yeah, good game. Yeah, one of, like, only like, five or six players. Offensively, not – well, I shouldn't say that. Scoring-wise, not great. And he struggled from the from the foul line, which is like his. He actually is worse than he normally is, um, which is not good. He's going to have to do better. Um, but like rebounding and assist wise, he had like historically good numbers. Yeah, fifteen and fifteen, I think, which is only like the fifth or sixth person in the last fifty years, fifty five years to do that, or right? Something like that. So and, some crazy and Tobias numbers. Harris looked like the Tobias Harris they're going to need, and Embiid in limited time because. Of some terrible calls, um, still got thirty points in thirty minutes. So, so uh, win a win in game one, we'll take it. As Justin tackles Kyle Pitts, there, kind of a familiar name if you've been watching uh, the draft the last time we broadcast. Uh, number what was he number five overall to the Falcons? Was he five? Ah, uh, yeah. So a uh, big name we're playing against right there, and that dreaded XX at quarterback for the for the Florida Gators. You never know what you're going to get from XX, but yeah. So let me uh, let me start the uh, NFC West conversation here. Um, so we got Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, 49ers. Justin, since you're preoccupied at the moment, um, I'll start out. Do we want to do four three two one, or we just want to like take them alphabetically? What do you think? This time? Uh, whatever you decide. I'll I'll kind of hop I just, honestly, the, the NFC West is a tough one for me. I don't, I don't know where to start, honestly, because um, I don't know that any of the teams are bad. No, I agree. I, like, I, I don't agree. think any of them are. You know, I don't think we have a four-win team here, four or five-win team. I think right. these I, teams are very. I feel like any of the teams out there could win it. Right, honestly, it would right. not surprise me. Uh, but there's just a feeling I have. I'm just not as sold on the 49ers as no, a lot I of agree. people are. And I think of those four right now, the 49ers are my number four team in the NFC West. Okay. So I'm going to start there at the bottom. I'm going to start with the 49ers there. Um, we know that uh, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, they wanted to go and get a guy, get a new quarterback, and that's what they did moving up in the draft with, with my Dolphins. 
um, and eventually picking Trey Lance. So, like, he's the quarterback of the future, but what's he going to be able to do this year? He's He doesn't have a lot of experience coming out of North Dakota State. Um, and I just – I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, they had so many injuries last year. There's big problems for them. We're going to see them bounce back. I just – I don't know that I agree. I think when they went to the Super Bowl two years ago – nice. Uh, when they went to the Super Bowl two years ago, I think it was a little bit of a, a shock then what they were able to do. So I just, I don't know. Nothing about the 49ers screams to me that this team can win 10 games and challenge for a division title. But again, I don't completely rule them out, but they're my least likely to do it. So no, I agree. Um, I think the only the most questions. I mean, oh, I went all white for just for you, by the way. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I, I think leading the team out on the field for the first drive. Well, you're going to have some questions about quarterback there, whether it's when does Trey Lance start. You know, um, it'll be interesting if the 22 yard line, if they're doing well with Garoppolo, like. I say interesting. It's not that interesting. Eventually, you, you know, they have the quarterback of the future. Garoppolo's not going to be there for long. Uh, but he well, is there for the two-yard line. Um, so I, it'll be interesting to kind of see what happens there. But I agree. I, I'm going to put them at, at fourth as well just because I feel like, we, we, like up front they've got, you know, insane. They've got some insane personnel in the front. Of their defense, um, but they—it's arguably the loudest crowd in the like, nation, and they are tuning it up. Okay, going deep. Ah. They're like okay everywhere else. And the quarterback just keeps um, on leaving. He really wishes he could have that one back. That's what I mean. Like nothing really stands out to me with the 49ers. I just—I don't know. <laughs> nothing. Nothing screams to me that this is a team that's going to compete. They added Alex back, but he's on the downside of his career. Same with Mohamed Sanu. Um, like, nothing there screams huge upgrade. I don't know, like, if they lost anything too significant from last year, but they, they weren't that great last year. I just... It's hard for me to imagine that a team that went 6-10 and 10 and finished 4th in the NFC West... Didn't really do anything and is hoping just Bosa coming back healthy is enough to win them four more games. I just, I don't see it. No, I, I agree. So they went six and ten, they get another opportunity. Maybe they go seven and ten, which I mean isn't terrible, but on a team that wants to be challenging for the playoffs, I just, I, a lot of sports books have them around ten wins, and I just don't see it. Right. Well, and we just said we think a lot of the rest of the, of the division, so like it's going to be tough. Like, so we're we're in agreement on that one then. 49ers fourth. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna put it fourth. So six and ten last year in fourth. We don't see much of an improvement. I don't like sticking like that. I like kind of changing things up, but that's just what we're seeing at the moment. So um, Justin and I both say 49ers fourth place again in the NFC West. Um, this next one, I don't know, maybe it'll come as a bit of surprise to you as much as we were high on them last year and they added some key pieces, but I feel like sometimes we see teams that oh go, uh, 
all in on some veteran free agents. It doesn't work out the way they think it does. And as much as I don't want to put them here at third, I think because of the way the rest of the division is set up, I have the Arizona Cardinals in third place okay, in the okay. NFC West this year. I wasn't sure where you were going with um, that one. I, I debated on all three teams that are left because, like we said, I think any of the four could win the division. And then the next three, I think, are a bit above the 49ers. But I just I wonder about the Cardinals going in with A.J. Green and J.J. Watt. Um, Patrick Peterson, maybe that one veteran go away. I don't know. I'm just... I just wonder if what they're doing, were they at the next step where, you know, adding James Conner and those guys I just mentioned was going to put them over the hump, I guess. Well, like, the thing for me is, like, their biggest, well, one of their biggest issues last year was Kyler Murray had to run for his life all the time and got banged up. I don't know that they... He really got a hold of that kick. I don't know that they've done, or that they could do enough to change all of that. But that's going to be that's a great tradition to come out football is this um, defense and the way they play with such. It'll be interesting to see, like with AJ Green's environment, we're seeing that again today. If he could yeah, fall into that, like roll quite a star, man, like they're trying to get a real grasp of what somebody's been able to do in Cincinnati. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, people go there and careers just like die, man. And I know he was there from the beginning, but, like, there, there's all kinds of stuff. And it, it's been that talk forever. Do you remember, like, now this is going way back, like, 10 years ago, like, how, like, they couldn't really get, like, the MRSA under control in their, like, their yeah. facility. And, like, people were, like, yeah. Second like, down people and were, like, this is the least surprising news because the Browns, or not the Browns, the Bengals, like, they're always, everything's, like, cut rate, like, everything. And you're just like, that's crazy to hear about, like, an NFL, an NFL team, team, right? And, like, they just said it. They're like, yeah, like, if there's any organization that cuts corners. Now, that was a long time ago. But, the you know, things haven't changed. So, like, it wouldn't surprise me if A.J. Green comes out and all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, like. This is a little different than I was. like we hit the rewind button a little bit, you know. But at the same time, what was that? It, it wouldn't surprise me if, it wouldn't surprise me if you had, like, if you had more of the same and it just continues to be a problem, you know, like, <sighs> so I, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it's just, I, I want the Cardinals to be better because I would rather them be at the top than the other two teams. I think it'd be fun with, you know, Cliff Kingsbury offense with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. And, um, but I just, I don't know that I see it. They're trying to build up the defense. They drafted Zavin Collins in the first round. They added Rondell Moore, you know, another weapon. But like you said, um, they only took one offensive lineman. Now it was Michael Mennon from Penn State. But is a seventh-round center going to come in and really keep Kyler Murray upright when you needed more help than just that? So, I mean, I hope Mennon has a great great uh, career and opportunity to learn from Rodney Hudson that they brought in. Another big veteran piece, a nice grab for him. But... I don't know. I just I feel like they needed to do a little bit more on the offensive line, and I think signing some of these veteran pieces might be them signaling we're ready to compete. But are you actually? And, you know, we'll find out pretty quickly. I would think of how tough the NFC West is expected to be this year. So, what are you Cardinals in third too? 
Yeah, I'm putting Cardinals in third. All right, so we're in agreement. So I said. So when you were leading into that, that's not where I thought you were going, though. But when when you said like when you started talking about last year, I'm like, okay. Then I started to figure it out. But. Yeah. So 49ers seven and ten because that 17 games gotta be weird. Um, you love that. Yeah, I gotta hate it. Um, I think I'm gonna put the Cardinals at ten and seven. Okay. So seven and ten for the 49ers. Cardinals at ten and seven. What do you think? Oh my gosh! And he's level. I'm sorry, I was too busy. No, you're good. Being frustrated by that. Oh, um, very frustrated. Uh, just to remind so, everyone, last year they went eight and eight and were third. So that would actually be a two two game improvement for them. Uh, but finishing in the same location, I'm going to put ten and seven could get him in the playoffs. We'll I'm see. Gonna, oh my gosh, you just threw our guy. <laughs> um, I'll put him at nine and eight. Nine and eight, okay. Now weird. it see. is weird getting used to these numbers. <laughs> um, third place, or excuse me, that was third place. Second place, NFC West, second place in 2021, 17 game schedule. Uh, I'm gonna go with I think the team that had maybe the most uh, an odd off season in the NFC West, just because when you're dealing with drama surrounding your starting quarterback, yeah, um, there might be a little bit more smoke there. Um, but there's some kind of fire going on. Could this be the beginning of the end for Russell Wilson in Seattle? Who knows? It seemed at points this spring that maybe he'd be on the way out. But he's back. He's one of the best in the league. It's crazy to think um, that people thought they were dysfunctional when they went 12-4 and and won the NFC West last year. Um, they lost in the playoffs to the Rams, uh, which I think got people a little bit fired up about, and they're not going to like it that I have them losing the division to the Rams this year, but I have the Seahawks in second in the NFC West. I'm going to say 11-6 and six for the Seahawks. Um, most likely when we get down to it, they'll be a playoff team. Um, you got to go with quarterback play, and I just think you can trust Russell Wilson over Garoppolo and Murray more so now. No, I agree. And... When it comes down to it, I still think Russell Wilson's a better quarterback than Matthew Stafford, but I think Stafford and the Rams have more pieces than the Seahawks do. No, I agree, especially in front of him. Uh, it's interesting because Seattle has some weapons, but, it, but I think, I, I'm not saying the styles are the same, but I feel like if you look at the talk about the Bengals, um, like draft, about should they protect the guy or should they get more talent out, you know, for for their guy to throw to? Yeah. Look at look at Seattle. Like Seattle doesn't can't protect Russell Wilson. They have weapons, right? But they can't protect him, and it wears him down. And now there's an extra game wearing him down. And like I just look, I feel like obviously I don't. I, I like Where was that lineman going? I like Russell Wilson. What's he doing? I like he's running the wrong way. Yeah. Not not helpful. Um But I just feel like, man, it, it's asking a lot to think he can continue to do it there when he's running for his life. I know people are like, oh well they need to run the ball. Well, yeah, but they can't do that because their offensive line's not any good. Oh my and the God. same thing with the interception. Because the offensive line's not any good, well, what are they gonna do? You know, and like make the stop at the 35 yards. Yeah, I uh make something happen. 
I just I give them. They only had three draft picks, which also makes me laugh too. The Seahawks had three picks. Um, they added a receiver to Wayne Eskridge from Western Michigan. They got the one of the like the first rounder went to to the Jets. At least the first round. Yeah, for Jamal Adams. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean. If Russell stays healthy, they'll be okay. They've got the backfield with Chris Carson, Penny, DJ Dallas from last year. They, you know, they have they have the guys like you said. Lockett and Metcalf are great on the outside. I mentioned they added Eskridge in the draft. But you're right. It's like keeping him upright. Dwayne Brown hasn't been great since coming over from the the uh, Texans, and they just have a bunch of plug and play guys that you know haven't been able to keep Russell Wilson upright and healthy, and he just gets worn down. Their defense hasn't been anything like it was five years ago with the Legion of Boom. They're trying to recreate that, but I think with the division they have in front of them, you know, 12-4 and four last year, dropping to 11-6, and six, I think uh, I, I think it's perfectly reasonable. Playoff team, but I think they're uh, I think they're starting to lose ground. Um, now, the benefit for them is that they're losing ground to a team that has brought in a new quarterback that's older anyway. So, um, if he gets injured or can't, you know, start to deteriorate Matthew Stafford and the Rams, they might be able to rebound. But they've got some things to fix. But they're still a playoff team to me. And I think the Seahawks are second place at, what do I say, 11 and 6, 17 games, 11 and 6. So, yeah, I, the thing is. I look at it, we're, we're sitting here being like, oh man, like, look at all these problems they have. And they went 12 and 4, right? 12 and 4, yeah, won the division. But they lost to the Rams in the playoffs. Right, they did. But, like, it's kind of crazy uh, because they had, well, they had a good season. It's a perfect example, though. Like, you go 12 and 4, you lose in your first playoff game to. A division rival, and you see him look that With a backup quarterback, right? Well, he started the game and he got hurt. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because the Seahawks, like, I'm cheap shot. Two years in a row, the Seahawks knocked the opposing team's quarterback out on quasi-dirty hit. And then, not that I'm so bitter about that. No, not at all. And then Jared Goff came in and let him do the win. Good job. With this surgically repaired Solid. Yeah. But. Zip, zip, left. Uh, tackle, the Thread the needle. Good job, Sherman. Um, but, yeah. So, I, I'm going. I think I may go, like, 10 wins for the Seahawks. Just I think this division is going to beat everybody up. Like okay. This. So, a little tiebreaker with the Cardinals. Oh, no. You had them at 9 I and 8, right? 9, yeah. 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 With five um, receivers. So, I'll put them at 10 and 7. Oh, my God. You threw a right freaking two. As a defender, you want to get your hands <sighs> well, look at it. I, I just think the problems that the Seahawks had, they're going to continue to have. And the drama, I think it will get louder throughout the season. Well, you remember, like, the points they were putting up at the beginning of the year? Yeah, yeah. and Russell Wilson. Like, there was all this talk. And, like, and I still think it's crazy. Regardless of how this season went. But Russell Wilson has never even received a vote for MVP. That's crazy. Right. Like some of the years he's put up, like that's that's not <coughs> like I'm. I understand that he hasn't won. Like you could argue some years, but like there's guys that deserve it each year. You know, like 
You look at Rogers' year, like, I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. Like I said, last year, Wilson's numbers came back for everybody. Yeah, his first six weeks or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of leads us to the one, well, I said one, the top team in the division. And obviously, we're kind of the same here, but... I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, I'm uh, going with the Rams. I think they have bounced back. I think they found a good formula. I think Matthew Stafford there scares me. Like, I, I think he's going to be really good. I'm split between not happy because, like, the Rams got, uh, got him. And like happy for him because like, right. and like it's a great situation to go to. Coming, coming out of the Lions, you know, I don't really know that he, he could really ask for much more. Oh, and he's in town with like his childhood friend. Uh, um, oh, the, the pitcher for the Dodgers. Uh, Clayton Kershaw. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I just... I just think the Rams have the best defensive lineman in Aaron Donald. They have one of the best defensive secondary coverage guys in Jalen Ramsey, and he likes to let you know about it. Yeah, but, like, he had a great year last year. Like, he really did. So... Uh, and now you add Matthew Stafford to that offense, and I just, I, I just think they're they're the ones to bet. And I know maybe that sounds a little hypocritical as I'm bagging a little bit on the Cardinals going out and getting veterans, but the Stafford one just feels different. It feels oh, like yeah. the Rams have guys around them ready to go, where the Cardinals might. I feel like the Cardinals are the new Browns from a few years ago. Yeah, where they're adding some pieces, and everyone's like, "Oh, they're going to be so good." And right. This might be the year where they take the step back, and maybe they can set themselves up for next year, though. You know, like. But the Rams went ten and six and finished second place last year with Golf, and I just I like Stafford better than Golf. I think that was a big get for them. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> um, they added Tutu Atwell at, at wide receiver, which I thought was a good pick for them. Um, Do you want me to take the time out here? Yeah, you can. Lord Atlantic will take the um, time out. And they brought in Deshaun Jackson. I know he can't stay healthy, but with Van Jefferson and Cooper oh, Cup and sorry, Robert Woods, does it really matter? Deep to return. Like, even if Deshaun Jackson um, only gets you six games, if he's able to add a win to your column, who cares? Right now, like, yeah, I just, I feel like they're not relying on him to do a ton. He's taken down. You know, which is, which is perfect. Um, yeah, I just, I, I feel like they're in a spot where, while it's not. Things are on the verge of getting out of hand before we even hit It's, it's going to be crazy because these next few drives are going to go away. And if the defense can play like, like they're capable of, and Matthew Stafford can have an average Matthew Stafford season. Yeah, the average Matthew Stafford season would probably be as good as Jared Goff's best season. Well, yeah, that's a, I, I, that's, I feel like, like the Rams and, and have a chance. So, you know, there's, in theory, I mean, I guess you could factor age into it, but the there, in theory, you could look at it and say, like, well, if you are talking average, there's just as good a chance that he has above average as below average. And then look out. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm going to put them at, like, 11 wins. 
Maybe 12. They were 10 and 6 last year. Okay. I, I put them at 11, maybe 12. I, I'm going to say 12 and 5. But, like, I think if things click, I could see this team getting to, like, 14. You know, like, I think this may be one of the teams with the highest upside. In, in the if things click with Stafford, I think they could be dangerous. Yeah. I, 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 there's a qualifier on that. Like, Tampa Bay is a known one. Like, I don't really count, count that as upside. They, they won the Super Bowl and literally are bringing back every starter. Right. So, like, I don't you really know. You should know what you're going to get. There is not upside for them. Like, they can literally only do as good. As good. They can't go better. Right. I guess you can go undefeated. But well, that... Yeah, and with Brady's comments a few weeks ago, that was interesting that he'd give up two Super Bowls. To have yeah, that's crazy. That's that. crazy. I mean, easy to say when you won. When you have six. Yeah, so... Or seven. Is he yeah, seven? seven? God, I can't I even. I can't even keep track anymore. Yeah. When he has so many, we don't know. Seven. Yeah, six with New England, one with Tampa. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. It's funny that I always thought we were going to be all over the place. I can't. I'm a little shocked that we agree, like placement wise. Well, see, so here's the thing too. Like, the Eagles really put well, Eagles and Rams combined to kind of like sizzle out my like hatred rivalry of the Rams. Right, because like I got frustrated on two things. One, like the golf Wentz comparison. Like I, I always wondered Wentz to have the better of of the comparisons. Now they're both no longer with they're their teams. Both on, on so. The and so while I still am rooting for that, it's not as I'm not as attached to that. The other would be I was always between Peterson and. Um, McVay's like um, coaching stuff. Like I felt like Peterson was getting overlooked early on for yeah. a lot of his success. When McVay, like people were just like, "Oh my gosh, he remembers a play." Yeah. Well, yeah, he remembers a play. Like second down, eight to go. What coaches do? You know, like three yard line. I don't know. But that being said, Peterson's gone too. So like whatever. Like you know, like right. Those, what does it matter anymore? Right. Those comparisons in in talk to the Eagles are are kind of gone. And well, and they got rid of golf too. So like you know, there, there's none of that's there anymore. So I'm obviously not a Rams fan, but like that intrinsic like I'm rooting against them because of the guys that are on my team are like kind of in the media matched up against these other guys. Like that's gone. So that artificial stuff, I yeah. Can you uh, yeah. take over here? Yeah. All right. Joey had to step away for a second here. So just look at this. This is the eighth play of this drive. His first play, he's away. They run right through the line. Perfect. Now it's third and nine coming up. One on the 11 yard line. play to set up first and goal got lucky there all right so um when we're looking at some of these things um sorry so 
basically to recap the NFC West, um, we both had the um, the Niners kind of in last because we just feel like um, they're going to be in, in a tough spot. Um, and because of that, what we're going to do, uh, we're going to kick the extra point here and try and get it to 11. Um, but anyway, um, we have San Francisco last. We just think they have the most questions. And because they have the most questions, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen at quarterback? Who knows? Uh, like Bosa comes back. So. That could be big for them, but at the same time, that's not where the questions were, at least to me, like on their defense. So it'll, it'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays out. They did draft Trey Lance, so we'll have to kind of see how that all comes together. Um, then we went with Arizona, who we, we like Arizona, but just I don't think they addressed their needs. Kyler Murray was banged up and running for his life last year, and... I, I like Michael Mennett, but if you don't draft a lineman until the seventh round uh, and it's a center, I don't know that that is going to help um, or at least provide the immediate help for um, uh, for Kyler Murray. So uh, they're good and they have weapons. I just I, I don't know that there's enough to really help Kyler Murray yet. So. We had the Cardinals third, and then from there we went and um, we, sorry, we went to Seattle. There's a lot of off-season drama and stuff there, but. Screen pass. He's got his half back. He's brought down in the open field. Um, so um, it'll be interesting to see if Seattle can kind of produce like they did last year. They went 12 and four last year. Should I mention? Um, Got the corner. So they did really well, but they had a lot of all-season drama. Again, I don't know that they did anything to really get better. Um, he mentioned they only had three draft picks because of some of the trades they had made before. Um, I. He's in the three. He tackles him hard. Um, you talk about a dual-track guy. So this guy can hurt you in the air or on the ground. Um, and then we went with the Rams at number one. We think they made the most improvements. Um, and oh my gosh, and he shoved out of hit the wrong button. Um, had him at the line of scrimmage. Um, but it it's interesting. Uh, you know, I I think that. Um, that Matt Stafford's going to have a great year, and I really don't, like, I'm not excited about that, but I think he's going to have a great year for the Rams. I think the Rams are going to do really well. Um, when we look at the AFC West, right, um, we're going to go, I think the big thing there is, um, I think the Broncos are in trouble. Um, It'll be interesting. I know there's a lot of talk about whether or not they can get um, maybe Aaron Rodgers in the trade after June 1st. Um, that would be a game changer. But I, I like the weapons they have, but they definitely have the biggest question marks at quarterback. And so that's going to that's gonna be a problem. Um, 
So I'm. I think I I love the weapons that Denver has. Like um, they have wide receivers, like talented wide receivers everywhere. But the big problem for them is I. I don't know if Drew Locke will be able to become the guy. The question there, though, if they trade away um, all the talent so that they can get Aaron Rodgers, I don't know that they have the pieces that they're going to need to compete in that division. Anyway, it's a, it's a crazy loaded division. Um, so they're in a tough spot. But I, I never, I know uh, John Elway isn't technically calling the shots anymore, but um, he kind of is. Right, so you never know what you're going to get there. Right. So we got to pick things up here. Well, they just play with a chip on their shoulder. They are all over the field. The defensive line knows their job. The linebackers, the safety corners. So when we look at, they've been fun to watch today. They did a great job on their last drive, moving the ball down the field for a touchdown. Let's see if they can duplicate that on this drive. Um, so after Denver, I think um, a big thing is going to be, um, I, I think the Raiders are next. Um, so after Denver, I think it's going to be the Raiders. Um, I, again, I just don't know that... They have what it takes to really uh, compete. Um, I know they've got some weapons there. The offensive line needs to do but, a better job of not only handling the offensive um, linemen. I think it's just going to continue to be more of the same. I don't know that Gruden uh, can can get it done. I, I know they would also like uh, Aaron Rodgers, and honestly, I feel like they would give up as much of the stuff as they could to get him. Um, so that would... Both those teams, the Broncos and the Raiders, like, if they got Rodgers, it would be really interesting. But at the same time, like, with all the stuff they have to give up, I don't know what that team would even look like afterwards. Um, Throws it to the halfback on the screen. He's tackled at the 25-yard line. The Owls are going to have to call their third and final timeout. Um, I, I, it's interesting, like from the time they moved to Las Vegas, um, I know that Derek Carr bought the house right next to John Gruden's, um, and I think Carr can be good, but I don't think he's good enough to kind of like overcome a lot of the other issues that the Raiders kind of face all the time. Um, so I, I think the Broncos, honestly, I think they only probably win like seven games or so. Um, and then after that, um, I think the Raiders probably under two win. In the game. So again, I, I kind of just moved on to air. Yeah, sorry. No, yeah, I, I threw We're it. We're wrapping it up, so. Yeah. So I, I moved to AFCT because more to talk about. Okay. But also, my attention horribly uh, divided between the team and trying to 
trying to uh, claw ourselves back. I finished that first one as a touchdown, but I kicked the extra point to get it to 11. Yeah. 14 yard line. First down. It was really close to holding them to a field goal, but then didn't. Actually, he rolls out to the left. I might have two field goals, actually. Yeah, I did. But that's not going to cut it. I completed one big pass on this on this drive. Well, that's better than I've been able to muster. But yeah, so putting a toddler back in the bed. Um, what are we down now? Eleven here. It's like I guess I need just kick it. Yeah, I would just kick because we still need two. two. We have no timeouts. I used them because they were running the clock down. So I used the timeouts to get the ball back. Okay. Um, yeah. So we were pretty much done with the NFC West. Just. The Rams are at the top just because I think they have the high, highest ceiling, lowest floor. Um, what did you cover in the AFC West? I just went through my bottom. Oh, here you so are. You get your defense back. And I'll, I'll give you, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of recap. So if we start it at fourth place, oh, there what am I doing? Much time left. This isn't what you normally see here. I, I did the wrong thing. All right, so. We're in the AFC West now. Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs. Um, were you going Raiders in fourth? Is that what you're talking, or were you on third? Um, I went. I went Broncos fourth. You went Broncos fourth. Yeah, yeah I think I'm in agreement with you there. Uh, I think Denver. I just. <laughs> I don't know that they know what they're doing uh, not <laughs> with uh, the quarterback position. I, I'm. I like. I've always liked Teddy Bridgewater, but he hasn't been able to put it together since his injury, and he's bounced around now to a couple teams in the Saints and the Panthers, and was you know average last year replacing Cam Newton with Carolina. I. Uh, I like some of the pieces that Denver has, and I think if they had the right quarterback, they could be in contention in the West. From their own but line. it really, it, it, their defense is going to have to come up in a big way if they're going to make some noise. Like if Bridgewater can get back to um, what he was able to do before his injury, yeah, I didn't showing even, some sparks. I didn't even go that far because I was just focusing on Drew Locke. But yeah, I mean, that, I guess he is the guy that you have to focus on like because he's the wild card. Like right. Drew Locke. I, I was a fan of their draft. I have to say, if Miami hadn't gotten Waddle and Phillips in the first first two picks, I would have been um, very happy with what Denver did if Miami would have gone the same direction. Because uh, their first uh, four picks I wanted in Miami. Now, I knew Miami wasn't going to get certain. But him being the son of the Dolphins legend, the guy that I grew up watching, you know, playing Miami... Out of Louisville, his dad, uh, Patrick Sertain, the second they took him at nine. But the next three picks were all guys I was hoping maybe Miami could land in, in the second, third, fourth round. And Javante Williams, the running back from North Carolina. Quinn Miners, the offensive lineman from Wisconsin, Whitewater. And then Baron Browning, the linebacker from Ohio State. Those are all guys I thought Miami could possibly uh, pick in, in the early mid-rounds after after the first. So I think they, they, they drafted well there. But until you have that quarterback... And Locke hasn't shown it. Bridgewater has had time and hasn't done it. You know, there are rumors that maybe they could go after Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't know if that will ever come to fruition. But 
I think I'm in agreement with you. I think I have Denver in last place. I don't know what that means for Vic Fangio. They were 5-11 last year and in fourth place. You're adding the game. I guess I could see them going 6-11. We're good to advance here. Uh, yeah, just advance the week. I guess I could see them going 6-11. and 11. Uh, but I think Denver is my fourth place team. So we were five for five uh, yeah. on that. And, well, I, and I, I threw in the wild card would be if Aaron Rodgers ends up there. Well, right. That, like, I mean, that completely rewrites everything. But like I also right said, here. there are so many questions there because what would they have to give up to get Aaron Rodgers? Like, there's so many question marks. Like, I don't Well, they're know. giving up at one of, or, or not both, of like Judy and Hamler, right? You would think. Like, they're going to have to which, give up. If you're Aaron Rodgers, why do you go if well, you have to yeah, give up I know, Hamler and Judy? Yeah, that's the thing. Like you're asking the team to give up some young players. Why would you give up your young? They'd have to give up, I guess, defensive guys. Then you're giving up like right. Von Miller, Bradley, which Jones. again creates all kinds of issues. Right. Like, so um, up next, I think for me, third place would have to be the Raiders. Um, they added Drake and Gakwe, uh, John Brown, Solomon Thomas. Um, their draft again was interesting. Alex Weather Weatherwood a bit of a reach in the first, but they got. Trevon Morig in the second, which is a safety that people thought could see maybe fringe first rounder. I mean, probably the best safety available. Um, but Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota are um, the two quarterbacks there. Carr, obviously, an unquestionable starter, but Mar Mariota pinch hit for him when he got injured. That's serviceable. We saw him make the playoffs now a handful of years ago. It is. Is the backfield with Drake and Jacobs enough to uh, keep the pressure off Carr and their receivers? Their best receiver is their... Is this set up how you want it? Uh, tight end. Uh, yeah, yeah, you okay. can advance that. Um, you know, we need to see bigger things. Hunter, Henry Ruggs is a pretty decent um, first year, but he's got to stay healthy and more consistent. Um, and if Darren Waller can continue to play the way he has, you know, they'll have something. But they got rid of Rodney Hudson on the offensive line. Um, Cleveland Farrell hasn't been what people thought or what they thought he would be. Yeah, I was going to say, he is pretty much whatever. Yeah, I know people were shocked when uh, they went up and got him that, or they were there to get well, him that early. In, but. in in the habit of looking up, like, who had done, who had gotten the least out of their draft picks, because um, the Eagles are certainly on that list of contenders, the Raiders over the last few years are really high on that list of least amount of production out of your, out of your draft picks. Right. Um... So they went eight and eight and finished second in the West last year. Um, I think I have them pegged at seven and ten uh, in the West this year because I think uh, I think the Chiefs and Chargers are better than them. I think they uh, have an uphill battle to climb. I think they're uh, slightly better than Denver, although I don't think it's too significant. I think what I say six and eleven for Denver, seven and ten for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and I I can't in any way imaginable and I don't think you're going to either say that the Chargers are better than the Chiefs I don't think you're going to say that no so I think we're going to be back to back in the NFC and AFC West 4-3-2-1 yeah. identical um, which I know we're usually pretty similar but we don't feel like we're just about ready to get the go 8 for 8 that we're 8 for 8 but yeah like I, I kind of said or tried to say with the Raiders the um, I just feel like Again, like we saw what they are, I think they'll they won't be 500. I'll tell you that much. They may be a little bit above or a little bit below it. Right. Um, can't happen anymore. You know, I I don't know how much this will play into it, but I've seen some of the stuff in the fight. Expect you know. Um, expect 
uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs to go like all scorched earth. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what I. Th- I mean, look what they did with their offensive line. I, I'd love to see it. Like that would be fun to watch. Uh, right. First, first seventeen and zero regular season. I mean, that's crazy to talk imagine, about. But can you imagine if they went seventeen and zero and then got the twenty? And beat the Bucks in a rematch of the Super Bowl. What a what a storyline that would be! Oh my gosh, the NFL would sign up for that right now if they could. Um, Chad Henney into the sunset, Super Bowl champ. Yes, sir. Um, Yeah, it would. It. uh, So yeah, I just kind of have the Raiders. Again, I feel like they may be more likely to trade for Aaron Rodgers just because I feel like John Gruden. If you threw it out there that he could get Aaron Rodgers. I think he'd do it no matter what he had to give up. But they're another team. Like, who are you giving up that the Packers are like, yeah, I'll take that. Yes, but I, I agree. But I feel like they could just give, and might give in volume, the amount of stuff that the Packers like, okay, like they get their first round pick every year for the next five years. You know, like something crazy. Something, like yeah, crazy like, like that. I don't, I just feel like if there's somebody who I was like, who would be crazy enough to give that up? I didn't think John Gruden might do that. For a quarterback, John Gruden might do that. Again, I don't know that Rodgers would want to go there at that point, but that, that's a whole nother Well, if they're just giving up picks and he wants to win now, I, who right. knows? Which would be ironic. But you couldn't give like up. A lot of the stuff is because of picks. And, and not using picks on you. Yeah, right, right, right. So he makes, he tries to make it. Say, he doesn't have a con- concise message. He gets to I'm fully supporting him, though. But, so, yeah, so... <laughs> Broncos... That's why Joey didn't say anything, because he knew, I'm just like, that's those lines where I give him sometimes just to see if he'll if he'll take the bait, and he never does, because he knows me well enough. I know. But I'm saying it mostly just to irritate him. So, Broncos fourth, Raiders third, Chargers second. I think better. I think they've got... Um, the new, a new coach that'll take Herbert and the offense to the next yeah. level. I think um, Herbert. I I feel like he's the real deal. I think he looked good last year. Yeah. And he, how crazy is it? Like, who knows how long he would have sat on the bench if right if Tyrod Taylor didn't get didn't stab, stab Tyrod Taylor in the chest. Yeah. So I think uh, I think the Chargers are there. So what did they what did they go last year? Were they seven and nine? Six and ten. I'm trying to think. I know they were they were third, right? I can't. I just can't remember off the top of my head what the Chargers ended up finishing. All right. Couldn't get it done. We'll take the big guns. Uh, they were seven and nine in third place, um, but they got Brandon Staley in now. I just think uh, I think they could make some noise. I think they could give the Chiefs some problems. Um, not necessarily saying they're gonna. What's happening here? They ran the kickoff back. Oh my! They ran through the tackler. Oh man. So they brought in Corey Lindsley, uh, Jared Cook. Um, I thought they had a, a a good a good draft with Rayshon Slater and Asante Samuel, their first two picks. Um, I know the draft guys are high on Josh Palmer, possibly as their number three wide receiver out there. 
and we know they already have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Um, you know, I think bringing in Jared Cook was a great thing after losing, uh, who was it, Hunter Henry? Yeah. Um, if, if you can keep Herbert upright, I, I think they I think they can make some noise. I think they're they're decent. I think uh, Eckler, Kelly, and Jackson are you know do any of them spark fear in you as a single guy? No, but I think it's a good rotation. I think they have a nice young defense. And remember, they didn't have Derwin James at all last year, so he's coming back um, with the addition of Asante Samuel, who I think was criminally underrated and and went late um, with them going get him being there at forty seven. I thought that was a great pick for them. Yeah, I. This, where we talked about teams that were like, ah, they they struggled last year, and we don't think they did anything to get better. I look at the Chargers as kind of struggled, you know, had their ups and downs, but really exciting, you know, promising look at the, what they have there. Best uniforms in the NFL. And then what they did is they went and they they did address their needs. You know, like they brought in a new coach, they added a whole bunch of guys. Oh, he freaking fumbled it. Oh, my gosh. And he's taken down around the 33-yard line. Once the ball hits the ground, it's a matter of... You've got to be kidding me. And on that play, it was the defensive end who crowded it for his side. Oh, my goodness. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm buying into the Chargers. 7-9 and nine last year. I think they'd go 10 and 7. Oh, you're down. You're down. They're well, going to gonna roll it over? Yeah. Give it back? Oh, you're giving it back. Let's see. So I think Chargers can go 10 and 7. You're absolutely down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There we yeah. go. No John O'Neill tonight. <laughs> so, I don't, what do you think about the Chargers' final record? <laughs> see, this is where it gets tough because I think they're better than last year. I think they can win nine games. Nine, nine games, nine and eight. Nine and eight, and headed in the right direction. Um, I don't think they're as good as the Chiefs. No, I don't. I mean, I, I think they could get the ten, but if I have to pick a number, I'm picking nine. What did, did you say what the record was last year? Did we ever get that? Uh, yeah, seven and nine, third place. Okay, so. The nine and eight, it's a couple games, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's a little different now, but yeah, you, know. you know what? I, yeah, I'm gonna stick with nine, but they could have the middle of the I, I could see them closing in on that ten range. Um, Guys, I'll go ten and seven. I think they're a ten and seven team. Um, I just think, like you said, I think the Chiefs are out to prove that last year didn't end the way they wanted it to. That they could have that game back, they think things would have gone differently. Uh, in the Super Bowl, I, I think they're unquestionably one of the most talented teams. Like, but, like, look at what was their biggest, like, glaring flaw in the Super Bowl was they couldn't protect or give even any time to Patrick Mahomes. And they brought in essentially yeah. five new starters. And in part because their both tackles were injured, right? Um, so, like, I mean, that happens, but. As one does. Well, so what do they what do they do? They go and they, like you said, they get five new offensive. They trade for one of the best young offensive linemen in right. the game in Orlando Brown from right. the Ravens, who which wants is, to play left tackle. Right, which is great too because you get and you're like, oh well, they gave us a first round pick. Yeah, but they got they got an established left tackle. tackle. 
Right, and they gave up a late, what, the 31st pick? 31st pick. For a guy who, if he were in this year's draft, I know it doesn't work like that, but if he were in this year's draft... Going higher than 31. ...would be a top 10 pick, you know? So, he's taken down. yeah, there's a lot of value there, you know? Um, it was an, That was an interesting move by the Ravens, but, like, you know, I... I well, they kind of he kind of painted them into a corner because he wanted to stay at left tackle and make that kind of money, right. and he was only filling in for their injured guy Ronnie Stanley. Right, and I don't right. So like, I don't think it's a terrible move for them either because they got the old I forget who they took. Who's that? I forget who they took. The Ravens. Um, was that no? They took Owe. Right. And with that one, did they? And this play is number Who eight. Who did they get with their pick? Did they? Who did the Ravens take? Yeah, I feel oh, like God. We'll cover that in a later show, but I feel like they got an offensive weapon there. Uh, oh, shoot. Son of a. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, so it'll be interesting. Uh, to kind of see how that plays out. But, like, yeah, like, I, I think the Chiefs are by far still the best team here. I kind of hope they go on a tear. Um, I mean, except for when they play at the Eagles this year. He throws it. Oh, my gosh. He can't get him, but he's still going. I want to hear a great catch. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, he ran through a guy just like he did, like the guy did on the kickoff. Um, I don't understand. So, but the Chiefs still, I thought, had a good draft because they got Nick Bolton, the linebacker from Missouri, and Creed Humphrey, the center from Oklahoma, in the second round. So they're adding even with limited options there, but they trade their first-round pick for an established guy that they needed. Um, they brought in Kyle Long. They signed Joe Tooney. Um, they were just adding where they needed to. I think they got a lot of... Uh, a lot of good things going on there, and they already had one of the best rosters in the NFL. So right. I don't think they're going to take much. If any of us step back, why should they? Uh, you know, last year they were fourteen and two, and the first in the West, and they rested guys at the end of the year. They right. could have easily gone fifteen and one if everyone plays. Um, I don't think this team is worse now. It's tough to to win fourteen, fifteen, or now sixteen games. Right. Ian. You, you start looking at it, and this is another one of those things where you look at these guys have played an extra six games right. over the last two seasons. Right, wear and tear. Like, that's an extra it's like of a we talk about our Wilson kids playing all those extra games over the years. You know, Now these are professionals doing it, um, but I still think they're like a 14-3 and three team. Like, who are you picking over them? Week to week, who are you, when are you picking up the loose? You know, like, when are you picking Right. They're going to be favored in all the one game, maybe? You know, something like that? I think Tampa's favored in all of them, which I think is an over. Like, I know they're like, they're, they want to run it back like the Chiefs did, but they're, someone's going to someone's gonna catch him in the regular season for sure. Um, Especially when they have 17. Right. 17 attempts to get him. So. When I look at it, I'm. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I still think, I mean, as much as I like what the Chargers are building, I, no one out there can touch the Chiefs in, in the AFC West, let alone in much of the AFC. 
Right. I still I, mean, I still think they're much better than the Bills and the Browns and the Ravens. And yeah, it's crazy. I've heard a lot of people, a lot of talk about the Browns. Now people it's 36 really coming on that. I think they're the good. Still an empty backfield with two like, like, oh, oh, uh, Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes is hurt and Chad Henney against the Browns. Right. So yeah. Like, yeah, you could say they were they were close, but like I don't I, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for I just like being able to say Chad Henney beat you. You just got beat by Chad Henney. Eat it up against the Browns too. Make Joe happy. Yeah. He's not not happy, huh? No, he he was he was happy for Chad. As much as he could be. Well, because he's like he's 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 like well, as heartbreaking of a loss as it was as a Browns fan. They were able to like they were just happy with how the season went, and they beat the Steelers. They they destroyed the Steelers. They embarrassed them. They got to do that. And then Joe being the big Michigan fan for him to be able right. to that's the one silver lining he had like destroy the season for so many of his Ohio State friends like he's like well he wasn't cheering for it he's like I I he was happy for Chad that he got to do that he and he's hit before he could go anywhere what a play yeah so like I just I can't yeah that's crazy. A complete agreement. I mean, we're off a little on the records, but the same alignment from four three two one in both the NFC and AFC West. So, if my uncle's not watching live, hopefully he rewatches and uh, and jots it down. Right? Yeah. Right. So he doesn't have to worry about these first two divisions. But it's nice to be able to talk NFL here, um, you know, because we haven't done it since three weeks ago at the draft, our last show. Yeah. <laughs> so, but. I mean, we didn't. We, we we talked about it live at the time, and since we run ran through our divisions before our second game was over, what do you have to say about the draft as a whole, or for your Eagles about how things went down? So I was really happy they got Devontae Smith. Um, I the and they'll look to convert here on another third down. Taking Alabama in the second round is interesting, and it looks like they're going to bring everyone in tight for this one. On a couple different levels. First of all, it's interesting because wait, that's a nice one. Um, it's interesting because one, they've got a center. They'll line up for the extra right. point um, attempt to tie the game. The second thing is the guy has um, has had four from the studio. Reason many injuries in his football career. So Dickerson has had four season-ending um, injuries in his career. Um, and then you look at they. I know this sounds crazy, but like I don't know how much of a need offensive line was from the Eagles that early in the draft because the needs came from injuries on the offensive line. So if you're not confident that you're going to be able to avoid injuries. I understand why you draft there, but there are so many needs. It kind of surprised me. Um, I don't hate the pick, though. If he stays healthy, I think it's an amazing pick. Oh, right. The problem is, like, keeping him healthy. He could be a guy, he could be the next Jason Kelsey and, like, you know, the stud on the line for a long time, and, like, that would that would be awesome. 
One more okay. play now. That was weird. We're back. Yes. Oh my gosh. Catch the ball. So at the end of the half, 14 apiece. I scored with 11 seconds left, so that yeah. wasn't much time yeah. ago. Um. Um, Reese and David, I know you're jealous. This is the kind of games you guys like to do. That's so this is the big show. He sends I don't know. I thought overall they did all they did all right. Eagles kind of have to wait and see. There's so many questions on so many different levels. Um, I'm ex I, I love the Devontae Smith pick. I'm really intrigued to see what they do. I feel like running the ball, which I think Sirianni's gonna try to do. Um, could help solve a lot of issues for the Eagles um, when it comes to the line, when it comes to a young quarterback, when it comes to young receiver. Like I feel like there are so many things that could be addressed from that, just a change in the way their offenses run. He makes his way to about the 45. The offensive lineman played that one perfectly, giving the tailback plenty of space to work with. So I was happy with the Dolphins. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Waddle was one of the guys that I oh, wanted, yeah. so I was happy about that. Um, the, they just can't tackle. <laughs> like, and it's the third time. They just, like... And um, the the Phillips pick, I you know I think that's it's not as bad as the Dickerson pick. Well, it, maybe it's worse though because he's the first might have used a first round pick on him. But Phillips was having injury issues. One of the reasons he had to leave UCLA, and he essentially medically retired and had enough of Chip Kelly's BS and his he had concussion issues. And but he kind of reinvented himself and got healthy and played amazing for for the U. Coincidentally, who we're playing right now, and. Uh, it, he had the potential to uh, become the best pure pass rusher in the draft. Miami needed that. They got him. If he can stay healthy, I saw people both pick Jalen Waddle and Jalen Phillips as defensive and offensive rookies of the year. So if you land each of those in your draft, I think you're doing okay. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that would that would work out all right. Even if even if they don't both win, even if neither of them win, if they're in contention, that's right. Good they finish like top three, top five. I'm I'm here for that. Um, after that, I feel like Miami had a little bit of a mixed bag. They didn't do exactly what I wanted. They didn't get a running back until late in the draft, six, six or seventh round. They Well, I say it's interesting, but man, we talk about Flores and that stuff. Is that not Belichick like? You know, like yep. to a T, like bucking a trend or expectations. Yep. Well, I mean, I think they're all in a Miles Gaskin. They like Salvin Ahmed maybe as the third guy because they brought in Malcolm Brown um, as a as a possibility. So, ah, yeah, they're they're backmates with, with the Huskies. Because I remember when Penn State played them, they were like hyping up their guy, like, oh, he's. He's like, no, that was Gaskin. He was yeah. the one that mocked Barkley's celebration. Right. Gary's Barkley, like, he's just real. Yeah. Plays at Washington. No, he's not. Well, I, I told you, I sent you a tweet that I had sent out after he mocked, after he mocked Barkley, and now he's the starting running back for my team. That's the way it works sometimes. Well, that's um, 
So, interesting move, like, lately, when the Eagles traded for was it with the Jaguars? I don't, I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. But the Eagles traded a defensive back, a cornerback, and a, a late pick next year for a defensive back uh, just last week. Um, so, like, I thought that was interesting First down, um, just in go. terms of, the you know, addressing run. another need. Um, because, man, they don't really have anyone. Or they're going to be in trouble there. I saw somebody, so someone we've been interacting with a bunch on social media, Dustin Miller, commented, like, I guess that when the defense coordinator for the Eagles in his press comments, maybe just this past week, time has been a blur the last just said they were like, well, what kind of scheme do you run? And he said, well, you know, depending on personnel and things, I'll adapt the scheme. Like, I'm not going to just force, you know. Well, what a novel concept. Or was like, oh man, that sounds like an amazing idea or something. Like, it just like Hold your as blocks. to what the Eagles had been doing uh, under Jim Schwartz. It's just like, nope, this is the defense. Everyone does this. It does not matter whether you were suited to do this. This is what we are going to do. Uh, and when it works, it works really, really well. And when it doesn't work, it doesn't work at all. Um, I thought we should have been sacked. But, yeah, so, it'll be interesting, like, what's fascinating is the way the Eagles and Colts are tied right now between the coaching hire and Wentz going to Indianapolis. Like, because like, I feel like, man, if Indianapolis... Plays the way they have and can get out of Wentz what he's capable of, man. They could they could be primed for a great season. And I look at the Eagles and I'm like, man, if the Eagles can run the 16 yard line, implement those schemes and like in that type of play, great defense, solid, maybe not flashy but solid offense. Yeah, I'm like, man, like that would be incredible. It's just interesting how they're tied together right now with this stuff. So, we'll, we'll see. Here's play number 10 on the drive. Um, there's a lot of time. I, I still have to sort through. I honestly have no idea what to expect from the Eagles this year. It's a good thing we have time to uh, dwell on it. Yeah. We're going to, so I mentioned as we're rounding up here, getting towards the fourth quarter of this game. Um, we're off next week. It's Memorial Day weekend. I'm at a wedding in State College, so won't be around uh, Sunday. Then the next weekend is my daughter's birthday, so we're going to take that weekend off as we spend it with family. Uh, but we will be back together on the 13th of June, so that'll be our next one. But we're going to do two divisions again uh, to keep things rolling here. So we're going to do the South, NFC and AFC South. And, uh, you know, this is the way we always start because we always want to finish with the North and the East and the, the playoffs and Super Bowl. And we will eventually move to just discussing uh, one division, I, I think, I hope, if uh, the schedule works out. And for Oklahoma, they won two straight. But yeah, so we're going to do NFC and AFC South in essentially three weeks. We're going to take two weeks off here as I have some things going on. Um, but it's great to be talking NFL stuff and uh, playing this game, having some fun. And we, uh, 
I'm looking forward to football. I mean, it's been hot. It feels like summer already. Yeah, it does. This last week, the girls are doing school next to every day. I, when I was explaining to my son, like, like why, you know, he needed to take a shower tonight, you know, like, and, and all that stuff. And because he, he's like, because he had been playing in the sprinkler. And, stuff. and I'm just like, buddy, it, it'll feel good. Yeah. Um, all that stuff. Um, because like on a summer night, like it feels good just to rinse sometimes before you go to bed. Fakes the handoff. Throws to the receiver and he's got it again. And, uh, and he's, he's like, it's not summer yet. I'm like, it was 90 some degrees. It sure felt like summer. Yeah, and it's, we're gonna get a little bit of a reprieve. I think Monday, tomorrow, Tuesday, a little more. Thir- or Wednesday's supposed to be hot again. So, um, yeah, but I'm ready. I'm ready for football. I'm ready to get rocking and rolling here. Ready for Wilson Middle School to start. Ready for the high school to start. Can't wait for Penn State to be back in full swing. Oh man, I am, um, I am so excited. Seeing that when that Auburn game got announced as a night game. Yeah, I think my dad's going to that one. That's awesome. Are you going to yours this year? You have your tickets? Oh, that should have been a fumble. Um, I I'm sorry. Do I you have distracted. your tickets? You, um, your well, parents? we haven't heard yet. Like, oh, you we, don't know? So we rolled over. So like in the option for last year, um, we rolled over. We did not take our money back so like we have tickets but they sent out a thing this winter like basically saying like oh my gosh like we will send you an update so we're kind of thinking there may be an update like june 1st like um but we haven't like technically heard anything but you think they're going full capacity oh i think they are yeah i think what they're doing is i think they're trying not to jump the gun on state college borough um, and honestly, why would you, you know what I mean? Like you don't technically have to announce that yet. Um, I think they're just trying not to get ahead of themselves, but I think they'll be a hundred percent. Um, nice. And he stopped behind the line. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No pressure. No pressure to hold him to a field goal here at all. This is the eighth play of this drive. So, yeah, but I'm excited for Penn State. But, man, what a rough opening game. <laughs> yeah, at Wisconsin. Who's looking for to come back off of maybe a, a bad year uh, for them. Just, yeah, the way the Big Ten stuff went last year was really disappointing all around. Yes, everything. Everything um, was disappointing. Everything was, was bad. Um but yeah, and then you get to the NFL, and like I know, like people aren't high on the Eagles, and I know people like to rip my Dolphins a bit, but um, I, it's just pro football, and like you're giving me an extra week of it. And, oh yeah. Um, so I, I, I feel like I missed this. So the extra week, they're starting the same time, correct? Yes, the extra weeks added on the end. Okay. Is there? There's two January weeks. Okay. Is there? Does that mean that? The Super Bowl is President's Day weekend? No. Okay. It doesn't because the way the calendar works out. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the way that it is, like, I think it, that can happen, but, but not this not year. every year. Okay. Okay. Because, and I know that for, for you, that that is probably minimal effect. But I have been, I have been a proponent of President's Day weekend. Oh, well, I've always been. I mean, it doesn't impact me, but it impacts, like, the kids and so many other people. Like, yeah, I I would be for that. Hey, maybe I can, maybe my dad would convince him to be like, eh, man, 
Maybe we will close. Yeah, if he's listening now, you just set your argument back because he's going to be on guard for it. You got you to, gotta, like, surprise him with that. Like, oh, yeah, here Well, the Super Bowl is always such a... Like, we've always watched the Super Bowl. We've always had Super Bowl parties. Like, it's always been a big thing. Um, but, yeah, I know it doesn't necessarily impact us, but uh, it would be fun. Right, so we we're going to get a face mask, not a clip or something. Jeff James. Uh, that's freaking annoying. Um, teams realize that when the ball is snapped, we're one play away from a very different ball game. A little more than two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. He gets out to about the 25 yard line. So you probably were not tuned in, but how about Phil Mickelson? Uh, yeah, right. The oldest player to ever win a major. Sit number six for him? Um, I believe so, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Good for it. It was cool to see. Um, and the end. Again, I'm sure, well, I, I shouldn't say I'm sure, but the ratings are probably going to be through the roof because it's Bill Mickelson who's, who gets ratings. Right. And he was, like, the first, like, there were, like, seven lead chain, or, sorry, there were, like, seven times where there were two-stroke swings, like, on the front nine, where, like, he bogey and someone would birdie, or he would birdie and someone would bogey. Like, it made... Again, I, I know not everyone will agree for this, but like in terms of golf, it made for a great team. You know, like it, it made for what they would hope for. And so right. like, I'm, I'm going to guess that the ratings turn out pretty good for that. I am a huge fan of the NBA play-in tournament that happened. Yeah, I think it's been fun. I, I know the East games, the two, well, actually, all three of them kind of ended up being duds a little bit. But... Man, the ratings were through the roof, and you can guarantee. Well, Adam Silver already said he's like, Yeah, we're going to be. Yeah, I think we might do this again. And you know what that means? They're going to go to ESPN and TNT and be like, Yeah, we can get He was in, wasn't he? I thought he wasn't And that play happened so fast that it was very tough to tell if he was able to get a foot down or not. After review of the play, the ruling on the field stands. After review, they decided um, that the call on the field will stay. <laughs> but like, they're gonna get, they're gonna pump money out of ESPN and TNT for every time they can get out of that. Um, but it's cool. I like it. I, I think it accomplishes so much. It kind of ramps up into the the playoffs. It gets you interested in in games and teams that you wouldn't be interested in right. for the last month of the season, let yep. alone. You know, the week leading up to the playoffs, it also helps reward the high seeds by giving them even more time off. Like, I, I just feel like it's a lot of positives for the NBA, and I kind of like it. Uh, so, so, what do you want me to do? That, that is your call. Oh, God. No, it's too early. We'll be tied with the extra point. <laughs> Don't let him run that. 
late in the fourth quarter, and with that score, no, we are now tied. <laughs> the way things are going, we might be going to an extra. So yeah, it's been fun. You know, good golf day with Mickelson. Fun, some fun basketball. Sixers get the win. We're talking uh, uh, pro football pregame divisions going eight for eight. I still can't believe we're eight eight for eight together. Uh, didn't run back the kickoff, yeah, so that's a good start. Yeah. Good start. They got to go almost eight. Well, I guess they can kick a field goal. But look at that offensive dominance. We need to stop from the defense is what we need. That early interception makes me mad. One possession game, and poise is what it's all about here. Who's going to have it and who won't? Lay him out. Make that clock tick. It'll be interesting to me to, to see how things play out in, I know I'm jumping the gun by here? weeks or months, but my AFC East with yeah. With like the Bills are, are are no joke. I think Miami is gonna be there to stay. I don't think the Jets are very good, but like well, I don't know what to make of the Patriots. Here's a quick throw. Oh nice. He oh man. Uh, I don't know what to make of New England. Is Cam Newton gonna rebound after in a second year and not having COVID? Like and all those guys that are coming back? Like, is that going to make a difference? Is Moon going to be a threat again? But I know we're not going to talk to them for like two, about them for two months. So there's a lot that can happen with camp and everything. So, and they make the stop around the 43. You have one heave to the end zone. I'm loving this quarterback's confidence more and more. I'm just like cautiously optimistic. You know, Miami missed out with a crappy game against Buffalo to end the year, missing out on the playoffs. But I think they can be better this year. It's just that they have a tough, tough AFC to go through. They got compete with Buffalo and New England in their own division. Then you got at a minimum two decent teams in uh, Baltimore, Cleveland. And who know? I never know what they expect about Pittsburgh. I feel like we count them out and then they surprise everyone. Yep. And then you got the Chiefs and the Chargers out west. And I, I really, it'll be interesting when we talk um, the South in a couple weeks because. I don't know. I, I I go back and forth with the Titans and and uh, and the Colts and like because I don't think the Texans and Jaguars will be that they, good. They but the talks, so okay. first. <clears throat> no, yeah, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of intrigue. A lot of moving 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 spots here and there. So, um, and we're back ready now for overtime. It's crazy that. So it, it's weird to me because good blocking. Good lord! Because like I don't, I, I I know it has happened before, but like it's crazy when Memorial Day is the thirty first, right? The last day. Because like it's second and ten, ball in the twenty. Just because it's like oh, Memorial Day is usually a heads up that things are about to change for my routine for a little bit, and so just like. I don't know. It's, it's always kind of one of those like markers, you know. Right. And, and so like, <clears throat> well, this year it happens, and oh, tomorrow's June first. You know, yeah, right. The next day is June first. Right. So. Um, so that's just kind of crazy. 
Oh, it was cool to see uh, Wilson Girls trapped. Yeah, great. I mean, Wilson had quite a run. I mean, the baseball team got tripped up in the county championship, but man, they are having a heck of a heck of a year. Yeah, competing in districts. So Wilson won what six of eight county titles this year in spring sports. So they had a heck of a heck of a spring. The girls went in districts in track and field. A couple uh, gold medalists for them. One guy got a gold medal. Um, Lacrosse, both boys and girls, burning right along. Stevie Mitchell was just named uh, Mr. PA Basketball. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's been a fun fun year for Wilson Athletics. I actually had someone say something to me about, like, how have all the teams done? And, uh, like, through the whole school year, like, where does this rank up anywhere? I'm like, I don't have that, that kind of information. But, um, I mean, it's definitely been a great year. You know, football won the league. Um, basketball had an incredible season winning counties again. Uh, Wilson Athletics has been uh, on top and looking good. So, yeah. yeah I, was, I was really happy to see uh, Stevie get that recognition. Um, just, you know, what he's been able to do the last few years just has been incredible. Uh, I, I joke, and I, I know this is in 10 years, I know this has probably come up on the show before, but like, it's crazy to me that like, I I know two people who have scored 2,000 points in high school. Um, my neighbor in, in Columbia growing up, uh, she actually has like, I think she has like almost 2,500 career points. Wow. And she's not even the all-time leading scorer at Columbia. That's crazy. Like <laughs> well, it's like Stevie getting into the record Berks in Berks County and like the leader has like what over 3,000 yeah, or something? He's the district three year old. I think it's one of the old guys from Mount Penner or West Ray. Yes. Great job. Nice job there, by the way. Got to keep him out of the end zone. So the Super Bowl is February 13th um, this year. So is that is that for, or President's Day weekend the next weekend? It's probably the next weekend. I feel like a bigger deal would have been made of that if right because I feel like it's it's happening at some point. Um, yeah, President's Day is the twenty first. Five yard loss on first down. Nice. All right. Yeah, President's Day is the twenty first. So the Super Bowl okay. is the thirteenth. Playoffs don't start till the fifteenth. We go from September 9th to January 9th with uh, regular season action. I'm here for it. Uh, they got some great flexible scheduling options. They can move some games around. Uh, the only thing that I was disappointed in the scheduling was I thought, and we may have mentioned this um, during the draft show, but I thought, or did the schedule come out after the draft? Now I'm all confused. It, schedule just came out on May 12th. Okay, yeah, so we haven't talked about it yet. I was disappointed in the Thanksgiving matchup, so I, I texted yeah. that to you. I just, I wasn't that excited by them. I don't know... Um, you know what their thinking was. Um, if they even do, they put a big onus on that. Like, is that something they try to uh, make big deal, or do they know they're gonna get ratings? Right. Like, I, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I just don't know. I agree with you, though. I don't really know what they're because even was. like Second you can say, well, the Lions and Cowboys will draw whatever because if it's tradition. The night game, though, used to be like this huge marquee matchup. Right. You have Bills at Saints without Drew Brees. Right, exactly. Like, that's, a, that's just a weird one for me. The Bills are up and coming, sure, but 
maybe after me bagging on him for seven years, it's time for the Saints to drop back down where I thought they'd be. Right, exactly. And, and it's just, it's a weird, weird pick. Like, why not Bills Dolphins Thursday night? Yeah, that would be that well, would be awesome. Like, did the Bills play the Chiefs this year? Like, that would Bills Chiefs. Like, that would have been a great one. All right. So that was just that was, it was a little confusing. Like, it's Bears at Lions. All right, NFC North. That's fine. Like that. Okay, I get it. That, that's a good pick. But Raiders Cowboys. You couldn't give me an NFC East matchup, right? Or or something to that effect. I, I just I felt like there were other choices for that game because. They, I want to see what the Cowboys, who the Cowboys play He caught it, but he was running back, and I was able to tag one. Oh, he caught it. and You kept it out. Yep. First and goal. Oh, no, 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 no. no, they no, no. I, yeah, yeah. They had. It was. It Chips, was over. Beating the, beating the Hurricanes. Take that, you. All right. Love it. Love it. So we'll wrap oh, up. Oh, and the game rank number one. Game rank number one. Heck yeah, baby. That's how you do it. So, uh, well. That's our long show for the night as we went into overtime. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we had a rough start against Florida, but we fought back. We just we, couldn't. We did fight back. We couldn't hang. Uh, I felt in a the little beginning. rusty, maybe, maybe. Like, yeah, I it's been it been a couple weeks. So. Well, never. Yeah, but that was a good win against Miami. We are off to a better start than last time. Like, yeah, because we started zero three, right? Right. Like, exactly. Like one and four or something like that. Yeah. So not good. One and not one with beating the Hurricanes. I'll take that. Um, we've got another big game coming. We get to play Pitt, which Justin and I wanted to do. Yes. Um, we also will play. We couldn't get Auburn on the schedule, um, but who is the third? Who is big? Was Pitt? No, we we're playing four big non-conference games. I don't know. Who was the other one? Who did we play last year? Um, it was Miami, Florida, Auburn, and someone else. Couldn't get Auburn. Got the. I don't know. Um, but oh, was South Florida our other one? Did they smoke us last year? Yeah, did they? I don't know. But we have a pretty good non-conference schedule, and we got to beat Miami in overtime. So I will take that start of the year, uh, start of year two for Justin and I. And Justin and I are looking forward to getting through this year. And we've got an up-and-coming team that I think Justin and I might want to stick around for for a little bit, unless we get that one big offer out there. Or is that just coach speak? You know, because uh, yeah, who team. knows? Yeah, I, I, know. I like I like what I've got here, Florida Atlantic. I, I can't picture myself anywhere else as we're <laughs> signing a contract. Somewhere Where else, else would I need to go? Yeah. As, as I'm calling into this press conference from the plane to fly me to State State University. College? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah, so we've been Get on, on the for flight tracker. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure we've missed a bunch of. Uh, birthdays and anniversaries and we apologize for that and lots of things going on in may and early june but uh, i'll give a little early birthday shout out to my daughter Haley, uh celebrating in a few weeks and uh all the the people um heading to a wedding so congratulations to eric and amy uh over memorial day weekend we'll be celebrating with them at penn state um just uh hope everyone having a great spring hope everyone's staying healthy yep. and uh we thank you for joining us here on the joe Mays and Raff show for episode 335 uh, anything from you, Justin? Um, no. <laughs> I think that's it. So, uh, like I said, we'll be back in, well, we're missing the next two Sundays, so our next broadcast for games three and four, and our NFL previews continue with the South Divisions on Sunday, June 13th. So that's it for us now. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back with you uh, in three weeks. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube.
Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at joemaysandjraff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time. <laughs>